Um, I'm calling to support um, an offense. I was just pulled over by a police officer. Um, okay. He's saying that I crossed over a solid line and I did not. And he also he also pulled me over. I got out of the car to ask him what the offense was. He raised his voice at me and threatened to arrest me. So I'm really confused. And I would like another officer to come out here. My heart is racing. I'm really afraid. Um, I have no man. record. I'm a licensed clinician and I'm being threatened to be arrested. Now, what's the location you provided? Or what's the um, location for I you am, at? I am um, 10,000 South Main at the Loop at a shopping center. I'm, I'm standing in front of Main Medical Plaza. Can you please get someone out here, please? I am not um, about to go to jail or even be arrested and humiliated like this. Okay, and so are you in the parking lot of a business right now? I am in the parking lot of a business. What's it called? What's the name of the business? Um, Main Medical, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. Main Medical Plaza, um, by Lymphodema Wound Care Institute. All right, what's your phone number? What is your name? Drico White. So B R E K A lettering white and right. the color. All right, well, I'm sorry. And what kind of uh, officer pulled you over? Um, what type of officer are you? Yeah, is it like HPD? Is a metro, a metro police officer. Okay, metro police. And he's asking me for my driver's license. Honestly, I don't feel comfortable. Okay, I mean, I can go and transfer to metro police department, so you could go and request another metro PD officer to the location. One moment, okay? Okay. Um. Yes, yes, sir. Can, okay. Yeah, one more more Thank you. What what's the thing? I did not cross over a solid line. Please keep your your voice down. I'm not raising my voice. That's just useful to transfer. Have a caller requesting for a, a Metro PD unit. Okay. Metro Police, how may I help you? Hi, this is Rebecca White, and I'm calling to report harassment by a police officer. Is it a metro officer, a HP officer? And this man, sir, do not. This man is. This man is. He is about to push my. This man is pushing my arm. Oh my God! This man is about to tase me. Please, sir, can you stop? What's the word? This is harassment. Hey, Matt, what is that shooting? She said she's at 10,000 South Main. She said Metro PG pulled over. She's just requesting another unit here. Please get someone out here. What is wrong? I am a woman. I am a This man is about to take me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Can you please get someone? I have never been treated like this in my life. My car is running. People are outside this place. I guess you're going to send another unit to that location? Yeah, we're sending them. We already have units in route to that location. Are you going to need HPD to make a scene? Or is this? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right.
It's a war going on. Yeah, it's a war going on. God told me this movie will write itself. Spread love, be wise, and let foolery fight itself. Cause it's a war going on outside on the corner. It's a war on your TV screen every morning. Not the war with the bombs and the helicopters swarming, but the war for your soul. That's what everyone's ignoring. It's a war going on. Yeah, it's a war going on. Talking to the homie the other day, man. He said, I'ma pump this fucking cane, pump this fucking cane, hug this block, tuck this fucking glock. All you suckers lame, this my spot, this my fucking spot. You know what I rep? I go depot, made my way up from a kilo on that step. Thug to death, yeah, I mean the death. Let that pistol talk. You say truth, me speaking no English. Bitch, go get some heart. Fuck the law, nigga, fuck the law. They can see me too. Fuck a school and a teacher too. They know teach the truth. What's a pops? Never had a pop. Let that ratchet pop. I'm too real. Gave a fiend a pill for a magnum box, man. Fuck we got, fuck we really got But this gutter shit All my niggas hug this strip And all my bitches love this strip So suck a dick I got kids and a baby mama too Yeah, she work my fucking nerves Like a baby mama do I be stressed, I be hella stressed Smoke a bunch of weed, hot for real Pop the pill and drop the Zanny in my lean I can scream Cause you just smile like everything is fine Hope is fun When I grab my gun, come take your life in mine Suicide, yeah, it's suicide Life is suicide Fuck your right or wrong The shit that I've been on is do or die If I do, I die If I don't, I die It's suicide Got the devil with a gun against my brain Like choosing soccer It's a war going on It's a war going on outside On the corner It's a war on your TV screen Every morning, not the war With the bombs and the helicopters swarming But the war for your soul That's what everyone's ignoring It's a war going on It's a war going on Told me this movie will write itself. Spread love, be wise, and let foolery fight itself. Cause it's a. It's a. It's a war going on. Look. Yeah. I love the hood with my whole heart. It wholeheartedly been a part of me in my own thought process. So I digest through my own art that I'm blessed. Though I digress due to slow starts. But who else can bring the hood out and tell them when they let God in, it brings the good out. Learn a lesson and listen. My current composition concerns your present condition and turn direction and vision of giving blessings and wishing you well. Well wishing and tales fishing, sifting through hell's kitchen to find good. Have a God-like mind as the divine should. Define good within yourself, I think the time's good. And may these lines live forever like a line should. It's a war going on and your soul fighting so frightening within you. I see thunder and both lightning, both striking, snow, ice, and hell. Your whole life unfold like cold nights in hell. In a mode like you feel a low light, like you don't like yourself. You got no sight, no insight, no foresight. That's the shit that your foes like. Run up on a nigga, get him froze like. Put the foe foe to his foes like. Niggas about to take a pic, trying to get the post right. Red dot, hit shot, hit him close like. Like, like all these niggas, I got to shoot one. Fuck one pistol, I'm copping two guns. Fuck shoot money, I'm copping coops, son. No, y'all niggas ain't about to do none. Guns, that's a way of life, get money, not God. You got guns, we got bigger guns. Go get one, then I ride. If I die, they say I went hard. I go super hard. Bitch, you with this shit or not? We gon' get this loot a star. Fuck you doing, writing in a pad. Fuck you making songs. What you rapping? Boy, you know it's happening. That shit take too long. Fuck you, man. Get this fucking cream. Get this fucking cream. Hug this block. Tuck this 
fucking got can't let these suckers skin. Shit too real, shit too fucking real. I'm too real to dream. So when this this cold world won't feel a thing. Lonely days are gone. with your philosophy and agreements with your ideology 
but by all means they have the right to chase the freedom that they're seeking and a lot of times just like a lot of the greats that we we've known that we we remark as revolutionaries today that Harriet Tubman's who's gonna be on uh, on the money in a few years um, in modern day times they would have called her a terrorist in modern day times they would have tried to paint her as crazy in modern day times they would have tried to slander her in all the ways that we see today or going against the system and the same with brothers like Nat Turner so you know keep that in mind and try to look at things from a 20 30 200 year 100 year perspective on how everything will be looked at it's not always just an in the moment thing but i do advise everybody to move more out of a logical place it's just like if you're in the streets and you got a problem with somebody and that somebody you got got a problem with is a known shooter you're not just gonna walk up to that person talking and getting oh what you say about no because you know this person is really about what they say they're about and you know their reputation holds up and you know that this is for real you've seen these situations happen with this person when they get into situations they usually turn into the gun quick so when you come at that person you either gonna come and go with your move or you just gonna leave the situation alone but you're not gonna see that person and react in an emotional way you gotta move in all logic because you know the wrong move will lead to you just getting hit and you know then you got a defeated purpose so i understand sometimes when people want to stand up in a, in a in a real situation um in a real situation where i'm not going to look for no problems that that's my thing i live my life as peacefully as possible I, you know try to spread peace positivity and love but i'm not looking for any issue but if it comes a situation where uh someone is trying to make me a slave uh you know by all means i'm gonna stand up for myself and i'm not going for that because um, i'm not a slave um i'm free and and I will uh, uphold those principles and beliefs that I stand on by all means. So I can understand in a situation like that where you just feel like I'm not going to the new plantation, which is prison, you know, because that's just someone kidnapping you and putting you on the plantation and because they feel like, you know, you're afraid to, to take the alternative and, you know, you might be in a line of thinking like me where, you know, you you, you rather, I'm, I'm going to go out on what I stand for before I let somebody kidnap me and put me on a plantation. So, you know, I'm one of those people who really, you know, believe like, no, I wouldn't, I, under no circumstances uh, could I be a slave for anyone, you know, so I try to live and move uh, as logical as possible and make the smartest decisions as possible. Um... So when you get in these situations, don't escalate what you don't have to escalate. You know, if, if, if you just feel like, forget it, you know, that you tired of this and you tired of this system, you got to go with your move. You can't go in there just go and try to be a victim and get beat up on TV or something like that or, you know, just get, it's like this in the streets, man, in the streets. 
maybe you might go into a situation and you might hit the person and they might hit you, but y'all both gone. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all both, you, you've got, you went in with a purpose and you, and you got the purpose. Now you might be gone too, but you know, you went in and did what you had to do. And you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's eye for eye. You can't go into situations just getting emotional and you're not getting anything from it, you know, so then you're sacrificing for no no reason. The statement isn't as strong because you're the only one going, you know, so not, you know, knocking nothing or anything like that. It's just being logical. If you, like I said, if you either going to go with your move and, you know, say, you know, forget it, I'm tired of this, and, you know, go digital. Or you just gonna comply? Yes, yes, sir. No, sir. Here, here's my ID. If legally, if they in any situation now, if they ask you for your ID, you have to give it over. You have to stop thinking like, oh, like, like that you are a white, that you have the same rights as them. No, you just gonna cause a situation, and when you cause that situation, you know, you you basically committing suicide when you start. Uh, talking that, you know, I don't got to do this, I don't got to do that, or who are y'all doing this to me, or, you know, when you start playing them type of games with these people, because I said, you ain't going to go play with the shooter like that in the streets, you know, so you got to move accordingly, either you come in, like you might, like I said, I'm not knocking you, or you saying, you know, fuck, you might be like, feel like, fuck the shooter, you know, you about to come and go with your move, but if you come to go with your move, it ain't nothing to talk about. Go with your move then, if that's how you feel, you know, but if that's on your heart, I'm not suggesting that you do anything. I'm suggesting that you move as smart as possible, and if some, some, you know, I'm saying highly in my life, I'm going, I'm, I try to do everything by the law. I'm not playing these games. I'm going to wear my seatbelt. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a play the game, you know, because it's, there's no point of getting into a situation. All situations don't, uh, all situations don't need a reaction. All situations don't need you to, to, to go to that point. All situations don't call for it. Some things can be avoided. Sometimes just being respectful can get you out of a situation, especially, I would say, being a woman, you know, because, you know, you put that little charm on, put that little sweet, sexy voice, you're going get, to get out of that situation most of the time. But when you start trying to, you know, put that pressure on them, then it ain't gonna be no love for you. That's what you gotta stop trying to, you gotta, you, you can't think that there's somebody gonna come to save you. Either you gonna come in and go stand up for, if that's how you feeling, then stand for, go all the way, go go digital, go digital then. But it ain't nothing to talk about. It ain't nothing to say, oh, I ain't, this, this, that's a waste of time. Go with your move. You gonna go with your move or not, you know, but stop playing these attempts. Stop playing these these attention games, you know, because it's, it's not doing nothing and it's not helping us. It's just getting us more more victims and putting more vis, visuals out there that's gonna stir things even further. So if you're coming to play, come to play. If not, comply and you know move on with your, move on with your life, move on with your day because everything doesn't cause for a situation. So. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a slight towards anybody or any specific situation because what people don't know, they don't know. They make, like I said, we all growing, we all evolving, and we may have been looking at things just from one perspective. But, you know, from my perspective is, you know, stay peaceful as possible at all times. Uh, follow the law by all means, seatbelt.
driving the speed limit, you know, staying out of those situations as much as possible. But if a situation came where it just was, you know, unavoidable and somebody was trying to, you know, kidnap me and put me back into the prison plantation, then by all means, I got to stand up for what I believe in and I don't believe in being a slave, so. Um, another thing, man, you know, protect your women, man, if you're in a relationship, and that's why I say, like, even as the woman, you know, be be mindful if you have somebody real be, besides you, because, for example, with me and you in a relationship, right, uh, I don't allow, I don't allow my, my, my women to, my, you know, wherever I'm in a my girl that I'm in a relationship with, I don't want her getting into no altercations with nobody or none of that because, you know, I take it very seriously. If I love, if I, if I love you, I love hard. So anything that you get in, they gotta, you know, take it up with me. You know, so in a situation like that with, with Korean or something like that, it was a situation that <clears throat> could have been played out a little different, differently. But say if it just played out the way it did and me and her in there chilling and it, it happened like that, you know, then we gonna go digital at that point. You know, it ain't go, I'm not, ain't, ain't about no, I ain't running, none of that. You know, if you come in, I don't care who you are. You know, you, you can be the craziest person out here. The girl think they gonna run up, but you can't touch my woman. You know, that, that, that that's it. You're not gonna come at her and make her feel uncomfortable in no type of way. So, you know, men definitely get more, more, you know, stand up for your women, but also try to have these conversations with your women to get them to understand the logical side of things and, and moving, unless y'all both just, you know, that's your move, just to go digital. But if not, you know, try to put in their head to avoid these situations because it shouldn't even be the women that's standing up to be sacrifices anyway, you know, so that, that that's not typically how things go, you know, the women don't usually, you know, the women usually are, is, is taking care of the village and, you know, the men, you know, sacrifice for the greater good of the family if it's going to go there. But, you know, definitely try to have these conversations with the, with, with your girl, with the kids, you know, everybody, you know, these, these need to be open topics. We're no longer at the point where you can avoid having real conversations because then when it happens, you don't know what you're gonna do. You know, most of the time people fear things and fear situations because when a real situation happened, they hadn't already decided what they're gonna do. A lot of times, you know, along with being prayed up, I'm at peace and, and whatever goes on because I know my move in every situation. I know what I stand on, God, family, loyalty, honesty, respect. I stand on, you know, certain things and certain principles and I know that, you know, Regardless of what's going on, I'm not going to break those principles. So, on your value system, have real conversations as a family. If you have a family, um, always keep in mind both people and how you making one decision can affect the other person. Like I say, if you're my girl and you get into a, a, a real situation, then you're gonna put me in a real situation. It's not something that you're gonna have to deal with. So just evaluate whether or not it's worth me getting into something real because, you know, I don't know. 
I, I halfway. It's either, you know, we going to go all the way or, or, or we not. You know, I don't, because I come at, I come, it's not about being tough or anything like that. I'm not a tough guy, none of that type of stuff. But I come at everything peacefully. I come at everything with love. I come at everything with positive energy. And and I love hard. So if I, if, I, if I love you, I love you. And if I love you, then I'm going to do anything to protect you. Um, yeah, I guess my, my uh, Ostradamus, uh, Ostradamus predictions was wrong. Westbrook ended up signing back with the Thunder. I definitely salute that. And it's not to slight anything else what anybody else does is right for him. You know, he, he got, got the check. You know, that's always a good thing. You know, not, not taking a pay cut for billionaires. So that's that's a good example out there. And he's also uh, carving his own way in, and and setting a new blueprint in this new NBA that it's, it's okay to stay uh, if you feel comfortable in that situation. So salute to him. Uh, LeBron still has a sign. I think one, one thought that I had mentioned was it's possible picture LeBron with the Spurs. We haven't ever seen him in a, 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 a real system base off it. And that would be something interesting. He praised Pop last year like he would love to run Pop every day. Um, LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Pau Gasol. One of the challenges that he hasn't done and that Michael hasn't done was uh, win the championship coming out the West. So that could be another right on his jersey, especially in the Western Conference of today's time, which is very tough. It's a gauntlet of sorts. So if you could come out that West against uh, Steph Curry's uh, Kevin Durant's uh, Warrior team with the Greg Popovich and start a, a, a new dynasty, uh, that that would be very, something very good to see. And he would be taking a lot of pressure off himself with having to, to guard the best perimeter guy all the time because you have a guy in Kawhi Leonard who can do those things. And, you know, Tony, man, all of the other guys are still there and they have a lot of, you know, other new pieces. So that would be something interesting to see and that's something just to keep in, in mind. Uh, you know, stay tuned into the Indians. Stay tuned into the Browns. Oh, you know, just stay tuned into the to, into the city and stay tuned into you know what's right. Stay tuned into do your own research and everything. Anything that I'm saying, do your own research. Go further, evaluate it. Uh, you know, you know, question everything because everything deserves to be questioned. We're all human, and we all uh, have the potential to say or do the wrong things at times. No one is perfect. Um, and, and, and even if you agree or disagree with what I'm saying, don't just take certain pieces. You know, you might disagree with one point, but you might agree with another point. You know, you don't agree with everything you and your friends talk about. Y'all have debates. You know, so take into this... Uh, Take, into consider, take that into consideration when you're listening to me or whoever else. You know, you may... And that's just coming up because I was listening to the debate with Charlemagne and Schultz about uh, Dr. Umar and Schultz was you know, basically just totally discrediting him and stuff like that based on a few points. You know, a few points you have a right to disagree with. I would definitely like to see those two sit in front of each other and, and discuss those points because it would uh, be a very interesting...
interesting conversation, but you don't have to totally discredit a person based on a few points that you don't agree with. Because once again, like I always say, what's right for me may not be right for you, and that's okay. We can both be right, you know, because it, was, it might be working for me. My ideology may be working for me, and your ideology may be working for you. When you start just to put everything down to something says, you start to divide people. And, you know, the reason why I do this is to try to bring people together, uh, you know, because we can all be intelligent, we can all be well-researched, we can all be well-versed but we can still come to different conclusions, and that's okay. So that's really what I try to push. So moving forward, getting back to the comply or go with your move, um, you know, just, just just really that. You know, think about what you're going to do. If you're going to go with your move, that's a logic-based decision. You know what you're coming to do, and there ain't nothing to talk about. If not, keep upholding the law, keep moving as a law-abiding citizen, and, you know, keep moving out here peaceful and spreading that right energy. Don't go for looking for, looking for nothing because, you know, right now it's, it's still a lot to be played out. Um, but, you know, I can't knock anybody who... who, who is moving on a different ideology who feels like they're just tired of this and they don't want to be a part of this system because essentially just being in the system, another reason why I say we shouldn't have kids because we're just like on a plantation when you had kids, you just were having kids to keep fueling the, 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 the plantation. And it's the same type of concept. It's just the plantation is less visible now. We don't see it as a plantation, but even on the outside, we're in a plantation of sorts just can move around a little more. Um, so think about this. If the slaves refused to have kids, what would happen? The plantation can no longer run because you wouldn't have no workers. The system stops. If we stop having kids totally, what happened? Once we died off, the system stops. Because now you got to either go at each, you know what I mean? So just take those type of things in mind. It's just something outside the box. It's not a, a total truth. It's just something just to think about, you know? So uh, spread peace, positivity, love, stay prayed up, uh, exercise your Second Amendment right. Definitely go take the steps that you need to go get your CCWs and things of that nature, get educated, you know, take some time out at the range to really see what's going on, find out how to grow food, find out how you, you know, work work out in nature, you know, watch different TV shows about starting fires and, you know, with wood and uh, cooking food outside, just getting into, getting in tune to a life, uh, maybe without electricity, getting to, in tune with the life, maybe without the internet, getting in tune. Uh, with the life that maybe we would live if we didn't have all the technology going on today because it's not far-fetched to see. It's not far-fetched to think that that could be a possibility. So definitely check out a show called Revolution. It's a great show. Um, I think it can help a lot of people uh, put into perspective what's going on in the world today. Uh, peace, positivity, love, stay prayed up. Uh, shout out to the whole color radio. I'm 
Well, I don't make my work for you to interpret it. I make it for black young people so that they can understand that we are at war, that we have to be strong-minded, that we have to be productive, that we have to be unafraid of expressing ourselves and getting what we want in this society. But isn't there a danger in telling young people, uh, encourage them to be militant? Aren't you taking them down a track that can only lead to a cul-de-sac and at the same time alienating a lot of of people who really don't understand or accept or even grasp uh, that militant language. Well, what most people who know my work know is that I don't only teach young blacks to be militant, I teach them to be intelligent, substantive, to make analysis. I think that America has to stop painting young black people as being uncivilized and irrational, which is what they've done in the coverage of this story in Los Angeles. I think that we have to look at the fact that uh, black people didn't just run outside and burn out their houses because they were angry. The Beverly Center was, was wrecked and that's in a white area. Uh, Korean businesses were targeted because that Korean woman shot and killed Latasha Holland, and she was convicted of the crime, and she did not one day in jail, and we got 25% of our black male population behind bars doing exorbitant sentences for small crimes, and we don't get justice. These are the reasons why people were attacked. Describe, as you see it, the gap between those young people and the rest of society. The gap between young people and the rest of society is that uh, young people don't have hope. Jesse Jackson says keep hope alive, but there is no hope because they look at the leadership, number one, and they say, okay, to get along in American society, you have to be a sellout. You have to be, put on a suit, talk like a white man, ask for what white people want, say what white people like to be successful. And young black people don't see that as something that they want to strive for. We want to be able to be who we are, talk how we talk, walk how we walk, live how we want to live, and be producers and providers for our children in the future. We want to be African. Didn't you want to go into politics once? You went to Washington and worked, didn't you? I went to Washington and worked, but once I found out that there was no work going on in Washington, I decided that I didn't <laughs> want to be part of that scenario. What did you see? What do you mean, no work going on? What I saw was a lot of fake people, a lot of phony people. There are ways that I could intellectualize it, but I wouldn't even do that. Because okay. I'm not trying to show you my skills. I'm trying to tell you the truth. Well, I know from reading about you and from the young people on my staff, you, you have skills other than music, have you just seen? But what do you think about this, Robert Woodson? Well, I think I wish the issue were as simple as, as, as the young lady is putting it. When I asked myself then if power is what we were striving for, and that was the call in the 60s, why is it in my city of Washington, D.C., we have been in control of the courts, we have been in control of the city hall, school boards, zoning commissions, and yet poor blacks in that city are no better off when they were controlled by whites. The same is true in Los Angeles, the same is true of Atlanta. The issue is, uh, and so that uh, we are failing our own people in, uh, in some cases. And so it's really, in some cases, as I see it, it is the rules of the game that have to be changed, not just the sex of the ruler. Because if you are, if you take over a government structure that is, that is not fair to poor people, that emphasizes downtown development, where 80% of all the development dollars that flows into these cities develops downtown, none in the neighborhoods. Yet the neighborhoods and the violence there is used as a rationale for getting urban action grants in the 60s and 70s. When that money comes, it does not go in the neighborhoods. And some black officials who are in control of it make sure that their friends are taken care of 
and, and, and so that it, it doesn't matter then who controls it if what they do is corrupt. The thing that we have to be clear about is the definition of power. I don't consider Mayor Dinkins to be powerful. I didn't consider Marion Barry to be powerful. I don't even uh, consider the black woman who's there to be powerful. Tom Bradley, uh, uh, the guy in Los Angeles, I consider him to who be pitiful, powerful, not powerful. Who is powerful? Powerful is when you can deliver resources services and substances to your people and not compromise. The only black people who can become mayors of these cities are people who compromise with the white power system and deliver the resources to other places other than our community in Los Angeles. And I think the reason why we wouldn't be sitting here if they would have delivered the right verdict is because white people wouldn't have been hurt, white property wouldn't have been damaged, and America wouldn't have lost to the tune of a half up to the tune of a half a billion dollars. In terms of solutions, however, for young people, I see it as um, black people having to put pressure on the system, continued and consistent pressure. That we need to, I'm gonna tell you what for. What we need to do is get our experts together, make an economic assessment of our relationship to America, our contributions to corporate activity, and divest from America as a white racist institution. Black youth, we spend a lot of money on sneakers, we spend a lot of money on gear, we spend a lot of money on jewelry, and we're gonna have to be unified. For the first time in Los Angeles, we saw unity between the Bloods and the Crips. We need that. Yes, we need black but youth. Sister Soldier, they were, these two gangs out there were unified in looting the community. They temporarily abandoned their own enmity between each other and helped to ransack their own community. That doesn't mean that I give up hope on their ability to become politically conscious. I think that black youth have been neglected and they've also been looted, which is why they're losing.